Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen, and today it is a very special episode featuring five of your very own hosts. Uh, one who you're yet to meet on the podcast We Got Goals, four you've heard before. With me, I have Cindy Kuzma, Kristen Guile, Maggie Umberger, and Marie Goodman. Good morning. Morning, Gina. Hello. Good morning. So today we're wrapping up season two of the podcast, We Got Goals, as we prepare to launch into season three. Cindy, what have you loved about season two of We Got Goals? Well, I love the way we sort of practice what we preach around here. We really think about our goals and celebrate them when we accomplish them and talk about the things that make us better and the things that get us to those goals. So I am super excited to take this episode and talk about some of the goals that we've achieved this season with the podcast. And one of the first goals that I think we should be super proud of having achieved is continuing to podcast, is putting out an episode every uh, four weeks of every month uh, for the past year. I think consistency is so important when it comes to creating content. And we want to be here for you, our listeners, each and every week in your earbuds. And I'm really proud to say that we've done that. We did a lot of things to make it happen. I mean, one of them is just working together as a team and staying flexible, communicating, making sure that we had someone to step in if someone was going on vacation, um, creating endless Google documents and content calendars and all of those sorts of things. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into creating this show. That's one thing that I would have to say I'm proud of and more excited about than anything else when I think about this past year. Maggie, what have you been particularly proud of about the show this year? I have loved getting to do more hostful episodes with all of you guys. And I'm really excited that Marie is sitting in the room with us today because it feels so alive. And while I love conducting interviews, it's some of the most uh, rich moments of the week when we're able to come together to kind of put our phones away and to just talk about the conversations that we've had and what we've learned from them. And so I've loved those little moments in the intros of all of our episodes, but to get to do that for 45 minutes or so is really energizing. And I always have like a great rest of the day after we, after we complete a, a hostful episode. And like the, the one that comes to mind is when we all talked about trying new things and just hearing how like Gina, your experience with the improv workshop how alive that made you and then how you brought that experience into regular business life and back into the world of a sweat life um, and into just how you are kind of like seeing your day-to-day -day life is just really cool. And um, it's it makes me excited to continue those episodes where we are able to talk about the things that we don't talk about on a regular basis with all the many things that go on. Like you said, Cindy, like we're all super busy and just to be able to create an episode is an accomplishment all by itself. But then to get to do some of the self work for a hostful episode also has some behind the scenes work that we don't always get to, uh, to share. You don't get to see it, but it's really rewarding. And so I'm excited about having a few more of those. And I'd be interested in knowing like what listeners want to know about a little bit more from us, the hosts, uh, week after week. Yeah, building off of that, I think I love the hostful episodes too because at least after I finish recording, I feel like I 
had that individual experience recording the podcast and talking to the person that I'm interviewing. And I have that perspective in my head. So it's always good to hear what the rest of the team picked out from each interview and what they noticed and what resonated with them. And it's a good way for me to get out of my head and remember, oh, yeah, this does go out to more people than just me and the people I know. Like, it does help remind me that we do have listeners out there who each find something valuable, hopefully, in each episode and every interview. Gina, jumping in here. One of the things that I have come to love about the Hostful episodes is that they force us to be really mindful and really present, too. Because a lot of our day at A Sweat Life, although we run a health and wellness media company, we spend it in front of computers and devices uh, and in meetings, probably more meetings than any of us really want. Uh, So it's nice to be able to put away the technology, make eye contact, and be really present. Because when we're recording these episodes... It's important to listen to each other so that we can continue the conversation and play off of what each and every one of us is saying. And we also get to know each other in a really unique way as we're sort of opening up and sharing about some insight of our life. Um, And I don't know about you guys, but I have to sneak mindfulness in because I am unable to meditate. Um, I'm not going to say I can't. I just haven't found a way I love to do it yet. Another thing I think this podcast allows us to do is to talk about fitness in ways that we don't always get to um, when we are just writing about it and when we're kind of like living living the day-to-day life of hosting workout-related events, because that is a lot of what we do, but we believe that fitness is so much more than just the hour that you spend in the gym. And this podcast, for me, is a really great example of how we view fitness in general and how fitness is changing from being the term that describes the workout that you do to how you live your whole life and how you fuel your body and how you feel better day to day. And it's it's an example of us really like walking the walk. Hey there, this is Marie here for the first time. And I just want to agree with Maggie. Uh, we do a lot of things, not just, you know, running your fastest mile or getting in a really hard workout at the gym. I think fitness is a part of a lifestyle and it's just about being well, which means taking care of yourself, your mental health, your financial health, all of that. And we've had people on the podcast who walk in all different areas and have reached big, hairy, audacious goals in many different ways and in many different industries. And so I think it's really helpful to hear how they've done that and then be able to apply that to our everyday lives. It's another reason why I'm really proud that as we've been doing this for two years, we've kind of kept the same basic format and talked to people about their goals in the same way. And then taking all those pieces and then coming back together into the studio to talk about our realizations, like it gives us such a great like spectrum to be able to see how people apply these goal setting techniques to so many areas of their lives and how someone might use something to reach a fitness goal that then enables someone else to reach a financial goal that then enables someone else to reach a health goal that's different from from a workout. Um, It's just like this really wonderful blend of a wide range plus a narrow focus that I think has enabled us to get some really deep insights and hopefully deliver content that gives people out in the audience something to take action on. 
when I think back to the episodes over the last 12 months, you're so right, Cindy. And I almost can't really even pick out one where there's like an overarching lesson that I learned that was more empowering or more impactful than another. I mean, we've had so many great guests over the last year. I'm curious if you guys have any that stand out, whether it's a fitness goal related episode or otherwise that just feel like they resonate with you many months later. I would have to agree that every single guest has a unique insight on goals. Each person and how they go out and accomplish big things, it's almost as unique as each person's fingerprint, which is, I think, the reason why we've been able to continue a podcast about goals for two years. But one goal and one goal getter that really stuck with me, and I think everyone in this room probably sees this coming, was Stephanie Isard. I loved interviewing her, and a lot of what she said just resonated with me as a a female business owner, as uh, someone who admires her, uh, and as as just a fangirl. So when she said that every single day, in order to just not feel crazy, she counts how she contributes to each one of her restaurants. As long as she's positively contributing in one way at each one of her restaurants, she can sort of check that offer list. She's done something because for her, she spends her days in meetings and preparing for big parties and feeling like she's spinning on a wheel almost. Um, but these contribution counts that she's making are allowing her to see that although she's sometimes doing the sort of big picture thinking um, that helps her restaurants grow and not necessarily sitting in the kitchen anymore working with the food, she's still contributing to the lives and livelihoods of so many people by contributing to each one of her restaurants and helping them grow. Cindy, who is someone that you've spoken to this year that you've felt really inspired by? Oh gosh, as you've said, it's really hard to pick one. Um, but I think a lot about Denise Soriel. Uh, she is someone we've known at A Sweat Life for a long time, and she is an incredible running coach, runner, A Sweat Life ambassador, all of these things. She had a really fascinating perspective. She's kind of overhauled herself multiple times, and um, the way that she thinks about things and the way that she does things really spoke to me. Um, she talked a lot about, well, she has her whole own vocabulary, which is just endearing and charming, but she talked about this idea of doing things that made you skited, scared and excited. And she also had this really great metaphor that has stuck with me. I think she got it from her therapist, but I think about it a lot. She's like, if you want to go to Florida, don't book a trip to California first. And the context was, you know, she had this idea to kind of launch a coaching business. And she thought, oh, I'm going to go back and get this other degree and like do all of these other things to like prepare myself to launch this coaching business. Um, and she eventually realized that those were like sort of self-imposed obstacles that she had like made herself a checklist of things she thought she had to do in order to accomplish her goal. But really those were just ways of putting off her end goal. But in the end, the thing that really lit her fire, that really made her excited but scared, skited, was to just quit her job and start the business and see what happened. And when she did that, so many good things happened. It wasn't that there weren't hard moments along the way. I mean, she talked about some of the realities of, of running your own business, just like many of the entrepreneurs on our show do, which is another thing I really like about our show. People are willing to get real about their failures and their struggles. And we've talked about that before. But just that idea of when I start to think that maybe I can't do something or that there are too many obstacles in the way, I think, wait a second, am I really trying to go to Florida via California or should I just book that direct flight? It's something that I come back to again and again. Marie, as someone who did not do any interviews for the podcast this past year, I'd love to know if there was one that stood out to you as a listener or anyone that you remembered specifically. 
Yeah, actually, I am a big fan of Koya and also of Maya, who is one of the co-founders. And she is someone who I've connected with uh, a little over a year ago, actually working on the June Sweat Working Week of 2018. And ever since then, she's been someone who I've been able to tap for advice uh, as I've started to work on my own beverage startup on the side. And even though she's a co-founder of a now very successful beverage company and is extremely busy, she always finds time to give back. One of the things she said is she wants to do more of that, which blows my mind because she's already doing so much of it. And I always think about that when I'm, you know, feel like I'm running day to day and going from meeting to meeting and stressed out that there's always time to give something back. And it makes you feel a lot better about what you've accomplished, too. Yeah, Marie, we've gotten to speak to a lot of really awesome founders of companies that we also get to enjoy at A Sweat Life, which is really fun to see some of that cohesive, um, just loving the product and then also loving the story behind it. Um, And another trendy product, I guess, is kombucha. But uh, one of our most recent episodes is from Kate Field of the Kombucha Shop. And I just fell in love with her via listening. I, I didn't do the interview, but hearing Kristen interview her, I was like, oh my gosh, are we all best friends? Like, I just loved her so much. And I loved, A, she's just a wonderful, open human being and very open to talking about the struggles of the time before they were successful from Shark Tank. But then when she was in the moment in the Shark Tank room and she took the deal, I was overcome with admiration because I find that I struggle with decision making in the in a quick moment uh, often where I second guess myself. And that story of how she had so many, I mean, she's talking millions of dollars on the table that she just had to cut through and say like, nope, that was what I asked for. That sounds good. I'm going with it. And then she trusted her gut and she did literally good for the gut. (laughs) Um, But I just, that's one of the most recent episodes. And it was fascinating to listen to, to hear a Shark Tank story from that perspective as as well. Um, But her heart behind it was incredible. And I think we all can just say that we're fans of Shark Tank in general. So hearing Kate Field talk about these sharks by name and her experience in the tank and uh, how she almost didn't even apply, I think that's just so applicable to so many people and, and their stories, not necessarily being on Shark Tank, but encountering an opportunity and and not even trying or trying. You know, that's, that's sort of the point of no return. Do you push yourself over the ledge and try? Uh, or do you sort of wonder forever what could have been? And she doesn't have to live with that because she went into the tank and she sold a bunch of kombucha shop kits and she didn't wait around for Mark Cuban, which I really admire about her. Oh, but can I, can I jump in and say, Gina, this is like an element of the podcast that I really love, but it poses an opposing position almost in that I think that when we go after goals, we've seen this time and time again that goal getters go for that thing that makes them scared and excited and they push themselves to the edge and then they have a cool story to share. Um, but then there's also, I think, this element of doing things that we feel like we should be doing and it's not in our heart anymore. And, and I'm thinking about um, Scott Hobson, who's a, a leadership coach, but he talks about the moments that he's felt the most proud and successful are moments when he was just in the flow. And I think that is another underlying theme of some of the past year's guests where they have a balance of pushing and going for that thing that scares them, 
but also finding what puts them in flow. And a lot of times that can be something related to movement or meditation. We've had a lot of guests that have talked about those practices um, in helping tap into what your flow is. But I think that's a really striking point that I take both sides of it. And I have to learn that there's the benefit of listening to both a little bit. And that's not just one or the other. Yeah, I mean, the guests I find most impressive, and again, a common theme that I think runs through is just that constant self-discovery and of recognizing that a decision that you make in one moment that might be right for that day or that phase of your life or that phase of your business, but then a decision that you make in another moment um, might you know, be the right one later on. And so there's always this ongoing process of self-discovery. There's never one point at which our guests get to where they are and say, okay, I'm done, <laughs> I'm here. Um, which is another reason why I love that we talk not only about the goals that they've accomplished in the past, but also how they're going to achieve their goals for the future. Because sometimes what they've learned from the goals that they've achieved in the past, even if they were successful, are things that show them what not to do as they head into the future. And just to, as you say, kind of have that perspective and realize that there are dualities, that you can hold two things to be true and use both of them to your advantage is, I think, a really powerful lesson that many of our guests have shared. So, of course, we talk to other people about their goals all the time. But as we've started to talk about in our Hostful episodes, we all have our own goals, too. So is there anyone in this room brave enough to share first a goal that they've accomplished in the past year? So 2018 was a challenging year for a sweat life, but it was also super rewarding in a lot of ways. The goal that I personally accomplished was overcoming the challenges that we came up against at the beginning of 2018 and coming out, I think, stronger and better, a little bit leaner in some ways, but uh, with a bigger team in a lot of other ways. So at the beginning of 2018, without really looking for an investment, A Sweat Life was approached with an opportunity to have an investment, which was really exciting because it was a quick way to get some cash and grow, which anyone running a business knows, even if you are doing everything right, the first thing that you will find is that more cash will help you grow a lot faster. Uh, We'd bootstrapped for a long time at that point. But it was, it was exciting and enticing because we could add to the team and grow in some really exciting and cool ways. So cut to a couple weeks later when the deal fell apart and we were left figuring out what to do financially and how to continue operating because we had already decided how we wanted to go forward and we'd made a few decisions um, that we couldn't really unmake or I wasn't willing to unmake. So what we had to do was cut some things that didn't make sense for the business anymore and focus on what made us strong, our internal team, the things that readers loved, the things that the brands we worked with loved, um, and just focus on that. So we spent 2018 focusing on those things, focusing on growing our team and focusing on growing the relationships that we already had. And by the end of 2018, um, even though the start of 2018 was was tough, and I have to say at some moments I felt like I was very knocked down, at the end of 2018 we found ourselves profitable uh, and with a, an even bigger team. We added two new members to the full-time team, and we continued growing on the app side. So I would say that for me the, the goal that I accomplished there was not letting um, one sort of big storm um, sink the ship. This is Maria. As a part of A Sweat Life's growth in 2018, that was actually one of my 
uh, big goals. I had been working in the healthcare industry for around seven years, um, more in the traditional sense, so in project management and healthcare consulting for health systems. And I think I flew to California to get to Florida. Uh, I have always been really passionate about health and wellness, and I, I thought that working in healthcare would would satisfy that passion, and it really didn't. And it took me maybe too many years, but I finally made the jump uh, and joined the Sweat Life team last summer and could not be happier. I mean, I wake up now with like a million ideas of things to do. I, maybe I dream about them. Um, literally and figuratively. Uh, and yeah, I'm really happy to now be a part of this team and be living and breathing what I love every day. I love hearing that um, <laughs> for a couple of reasons. One, because when I look back to when we brought Marie on full time, Marie was resilient. Marie was relentless. And she reached out and followed up and followed up and followed up. Like, I want to work with the sweat life. I want to work with the sweat life. And by the time we've, we brought her on full time, it was sort of like, duh, <laughs> where, where have you been all of our lives and what took us so long? So those, those sorts of characteristics, your like dreaming of, of health and wellness come through every single day and they came through in your, the process of just bringing you onto the team too. Maggie, what about you? Did you accomplish any big goals in 2018? I'm going to talk about a goal that is one of the ones that you can't ever really accomplish. But I think it's a fun thing to sit back and look at some progress. Because at one point in a hostful episode, I remember saying, I'm just so tired of feeling injured. I don't want to be injured anymore. And I made it a goal to really feel better. And I know that you can always be stronger. You can always feel better. You can always choose to meditate more and sleep longer. But amidst still having a few setbacks over the past year, I have dedicated, you know, time and some budget here and there to do proactive physical therapy, proactive chiropractic work for my back. And just, I woke up this morning at 4.30 in order to do physical therapy before teaching because that's what I had to do. Um, but it's been paying off over the last year and I feel pretty good. And so I consider that a huge win in order to, in, if I think about just um, the grand scale of more BHAG goals and just value-based goals. It's much more on the nebulous side, but I'm so happy with waking up in the morning and not feeling like just total crap. Like it's just, it's really um, freeing. And I feel not necessarily stronger than I ever have been, but stronger uh, mentally because I understand my body a little bit better and I know what I need to do when my back is starting to feel a little bit funky. I have a few things on my own and that's helped me teach my classes more intelligently and it's helped me not, I'm careful not to prescribe anything to anybody, but when someone asks me a question, I have a lot of resources to refer them to and I have a lot of personal experience saying it is so personal, so get to know your body. Please listen to yourself. Please know that your limit today is different than your limit tomorrow. So the more that we flex that muscle of like understanding how we operate, the better we're going to be at preventing injury in the long run and knock on wood, but not knock on wood because it's not just luck. I'm doing all right right now. <laughs> 
I think that really relates to all of our goal getters and everyone in this room and all of our listeners. Knowing yourself better helps you accomplish your goals, whether it's in the gym or out of the gym. You need to know what will fulfill you as well as what will fill your financial needs um, in order to go out there and achieve those big goals. So from all of us at We Got Goals and A Sweat Life, we want to thank you listeners and all of our guests for a wonderful season two. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. This podcast is a sweatlife.com production, and it's another thing that's better with friends. So please share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, including on Spotify. And if you have a chance to leave us a rating or review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it. That's one great way to share the show. Special thanks to all of us here on the We Got Goals team today and to all of you for listening, to Ryan Deffitt for editing and to Tech Nexus for the recording studio.